0: Welcome to Doctor Who's 50 and 50, episode 13, where we continue looking at the Companions, Allies, and other friends of the Doctors. Today we're looking at the Brigadier, Alistair Gordon Lethbridge-Stewart, played by Nicholas Courtney through most of the run of the original series. He first appeared, before he even had the rank of Brigadier, in a Patrick Troughton story, The Web of Fear. He was promoted to Brigadier by the time we see him in The Invasion. He's got a long association with John Pertwee's Doctor. It's actually a 16-story run for that one. He also had two stories with Tom Baker, two with Peter Davison and one with Sylvester McCoy. And that's in the Doctor Who series proper. He later appears in the Sarah Jane Adventure spinoff and is mentioned but not seen in the 2005 reboot of Doctor Who. So at 23 stories... He is the most frequently appearing ally to the Doctor. Some argue that he isn't a proper companion since he doesn't really travel along with the Doctor on a regular basis, but he appears in more stories than Sarah Jane Smith, Jamie McCrimmon, any of the other companions, and even appears in more stories than the last four of the classic Doctors. So from Davison through the end of the run, in 20 of his 23 appearances, he is the commander of Unit which is alternatively labeled the Unified Intelligence Task Force or the United Nations Intelligence Task Force. It's essentially a military unit that, even though the British chapter is filled with primarily British employees, is an international organization. Now, in a lot of his early appearances, especially the early Pertwees, I actually have been able to track down copies of his two appearances with Troughton, or similarly I'd don't have one of his appearances with Baker or one of his appearances with Davison, but he's originally introduced in the, at least still in the early part, we run as the stereotypical military man who's ready to go in guns blazing when a threat is identified before getting some information. When the Doctor's Exile begins, he starts to gain more dimensions after that first season, especially from season 8, which is the second season of the Exile, on. And he develops into a much more level-headed and reasonable man, and Most importantly, he's a man of very strong and flexible principles. He is more than willing to lay his life on the line for innocent lives in and out of Great Britain. He's also willing to kill to get the job done for the greater good, unlike the Doctor. In fact, in Battlefield, which was his last appearance in the regular series, the Doctor's threatening a lackey of Morgan Le Fay with a gun, and Morgan tells her lackey, oh, ignore him, he won't kill, he's bluffing. And then the Brigadier steps up, points his gun at the lackey, and Morgan the Face says, oh, this one is steeped in blood. Talk. So we do get that feeling that he really genuinely is a military man. I mean, he doesn't kill wantonly. He doesn't kill unless he deems it necessary. But killing is one of the tools he's willing to use in his toolkit to make the world a cipher and better place. His stories also span so much time through the course of the series that, as I said, we see him originally before his promotion to Brigadier, and we also see him eventually after his retirement with a marriage to Doris. And this is one of the nice things about the continuity in Doctor Who. Yeah, there are continuity errors, but there's a lot of people who care about the history of the show. The first mention of Doris is an offhand reference in Planet of the Spiders from 1974, where they're basically testing a clairvoyant and the Brigadier is holding something that was given to him by someone named Doris, who's very important to him. He later becomes a school headmaster because William Russell wasn't available and couldn't return as Ian Chesterton, as intended. So in Modern Undead, they bring the Brigadier back instead. By the time we see him post-retirement in Battlefield, he is married to Doris. And the Doctor even makes a comment that, Oh, she finally got you, didn't she? So the Doctor and the Brigadier become very close friends, and the Brigadier becomes a series staple. Originally, he's thrown by the Doctor's regenerations, not just because he doesn't recognize and doesn't immediately believe that Pertwee is the same Doctor that he's met before, but then he also sees both versions, the Troughton and Pertwee Doctors, and even the Hartnell Doctor, who he was previously unfamiliar with during the Three Doctors crossover, when he also first sees the interior of the TARDIS. He watches Pertwee regenerate into Tom Baker, And he does eventually assimilate it. He's not necessarily the kind of mind that would go for the science fiction or fantasy solutions to problems. He's a lot more practical and grounded in a lot of ways. But by the time we get to Battlefield, he picks out Sylvester McCoy as the doctor without skipping a beat. And McCoy even says, oh, you recognize me? You haven't seen this face before. And the brigadier goes, who else is it going to be in the middle of the trouble? Of course it's you. And the fact that he's involved in a military unit also means that when he's there, the stakes are immediately raised he's involved not just in threats to one or two lives, but generally speaking to nations or continents or even the entire world. He also brought with him a few other secondary characters in Mike Yates and John Benton, and it really feels like the three of them weren't necessarily going to come back after the close of the Pertwee era. They appear in the first story with Tom Baker in Robot, but then they largely disappear and are brought back in sort of anniversary special, So all three of them get something of a sense of closure. So Mike Yates gets his involvement in the Invasion of the Dinosaurs and then in Planet of the Spiders as a way to make good for the errors he makes in Invasion of the Dinosaurs. John Benton gets promoted from sergeant to warrant officer. We get a strong indication that these guys are on the path to some sort of closure, and that could even be why the name Doris was brought in in that story as an intention to say, and this is where the Brigadier is going. So generally speaking, he's always on hand to do what's right, regardless of whatever threats we have to his person. Bureau 42 readers voted him their second favorite ally, friend, or companion, and they voted the favorite Brigadier story as Inferno, with an alternate dimension version of the Brigadier which is a nice little seven-part story that wraps up Pertwee's first season. The favorite same-dimension version was actually a tie between The Demons, which is one of the two Pertwee stories I haven't been able to track down, and Robot, which is the first proper Tom Baker story. I also found he had great character moments in Planet of the Spiders and Battlefield as well. That's pretty much all we have to say about The Brigadier. So come back tomorrow when we discuss Bureau 42 Reader's number one pick for the favorite companion in the classic Doctor Who, Sarah Jane Smith. Thank you for listening, and please join us then.